You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. All right, what do you think of satellite radio, Haste? <laughs> it's awesome. It's like magic. We do, we don't we don't have it though. Oh, we no, just, we, don't we were just talking it. about satellite radio because I I listen, but I do listen to Howard Stern. Um, I don't think I listen to it. I wouldn't listen to it enough in the car. I listen to one radio station, the old fashioned kind. Somewhere in this area, there's some people sitting in a studio chit chatting, playing music, classic rock and roll. That's charming. What are you gonna go wading through some knee deep? Yeah. Poo poo later or something. Yanking up his hiking up his pants. Like I was hot. Going in a swamp or something. Um, but um, I don't think I would utilize radio like that enough. I know. I changed the format of our. I thing. like it. I can ah. see the cover without looking at the cover. Yeah. Uh, you don't no. know what we're talking about. <laughs> and pre-show discussion was sort of serious radio, satellite radio. I don't think I would utilize it very much. Uh, it's fifteen dollars a month, right? I think. I don't know. Seems a lot to me for radio, but there again, I'm not the kind of person who listens to radio at all. Like, But I, if I was in a car a long time every day, I think I'd buy it. I'm in the car every day, but... But there again, I, I would probably load up on podcasts and just go exactly. in the car. So yeah, maybe maybe I wouldn't. It would be nice to listen to Howard in the car. For the long trips that I drive, you know, three, four, or five hours, if I'm driving up to my mother's or to can't, you know, one direction or the other, it takes three or four hours. I could kind of see it, but... I wouldn't be worth it to me to spend the money. So there you go. Satellite radio gets a thumbs down. <laughs> um, so hello. 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 That's enough. It's a Sunday, October the 24th, um, 2010. And this would be, after the show... Why do you keep tilting your head? Number over? 144. Um, my head tilts. <laughs> it's, I, I actually have a neck. It tilts. <laughs> so um, why do you keep tilting? What are you talking about? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're on uh, after the show number 144. So uh, the movie we're looking at this week is the movie Splice, the Blu-ray edition of Splice. Um, the year of release is 2010. The year of the movie's 2010. The DVD's 2010. Um, it's released on the 19th of October. So this week it was released. Uh, it's from our friends at Warner Brothers. And we'll look to the Blu-ray edition, which also includes the DVD and the digital copy. That'll be last week. And are you asking me for my synopsis now? No, it wasn't last week. Oh, yeah, well, I guess it was if you count Sunday as the beginning. I always count Monday. Monday <laughs> Some people is the might consider week. Sunday the first day of the week. Yeah, Monday. I don't know. It's crazy, I know, but. And? Uh, and excuse us if we uh, snivel or anything like that, because I've got a sore throat. I have a fire throat. <clears throat> and I've also got phlegm. So Charming. you have to excuse phlegm and sore throat. Is that why you pulled up your pants? Yeah. Just in case. In case any phlegm Shit hits the fan and the phlegm Correct. starts flying. So, yeah, you're going to tell us what this movie is about think if you look at the cover and you see the poster and you see the title you figure it out it's about science splicing the moral ethical and horror movie aspects of splicing human genes in with uh, various animal genes to see what you come up with in the name of science and then on top of that there's the relationship thing and then there's the woman with the troubled past there's the corporation of course, there's always the big bad corporation with all the money that's trying to forge ahead with whatever thing is happening, isn't there? And um, that's it, really. It's a combination of a type. I don't know what the genre is. I can't nail it down. Mm. Okay. I would say 
it kind of turns creepy, and uh, then it's also got this 80s, 70s, 80s vibe with, like, things you don't expect to be happening in movies anymore. Yeah. It's uh, kind of... The, the S-E-X parts. <laughs> like, you just go, oh, wow, I can't believe they went there, you know? So I don't know what the genre is. It's sci-fi-ish, but it's totally based in reality-ish as well, so... And kind of horrific. Kind of, yeah. Um, which is applicable for this time of year. Correct. Halloween. So, um... Uh, so Spice, I um, knew about Spice because I'd seen a trailer for it, like when it was in the <clears throat> when it was in the theaters, I assume, like which was a few months ago, and um, it looked like the kind of movie I would like to see. Uh, and I, I've seen it today, and I, I'm glad I've seen it. Mm. I'm glad I saw it. It's not perfect for me. Um, there's something uh, I'll say it now, but it applies to the cast. But I'm becoming. I'm. I'm becoming. After this and another movie we have sat there, Predators, less. Um, all right, I'm I'm liking Adrian Brody less and less. I agree. Let me just say that I, I, agree. I don't find him to be that good, I, and I don't know why I used to think he was really good. Because of one movie, I think. Yeah, and I, I'd have to go back and watch The Pianist again. It isn't that he isn't good, because I like him in Predators. It's that there's something... See, I hated him in Predators. Was, I, I, I didn't Is like him, him in this either. Is it him because he wasn't big macho somebody? Well, I didn't like him in this, but I liked him even less in Predators. So I guess the last two films I've seen him in I've not liked because of him. If you know what I mean. Why? Well, we're not on the I cast. We're not yeah, on the cast. It's, but anyway, that's what I was... I would have rather seen somebody else in that role. And I don't know what it is, because, he, you know, he's a quality actor, supposedly. But... Supposedly, are you throwing down the gauntlet here to Mister yeah. Brody? He's, um, to prove himself less less, to you, yeah, something. But anyway, forget, Scully challenges you. Forget him. The actual movie, the story, the um, this is a a movie where you will come out of this movie, and even though it's like almost like a standard kind of tale as it goes along. Mm-hmm. You will come out of it with some um, questions in your head. Not questions about the movie, just questions about this subject. Um, you know, human splicing, etc. Which is not um, sci-fi. It's... Yeah. I mean, it's not... Yeah, we don't well, know We're yet. assuming it's not happening, but it can happen. What I mean is it's, it's something that can be done. Um, you know, and, and with, like, stem cell research being in the news, all that kind of thing, it makes you think... A little bit, but not much. Because my whole opinion is, um, you know, in as science innate, like this movie makes me think this. As we're humans, we've developed all kinds of shit in, in our lives over the thousands of millions of years we've been around. And we figured out this thing as well, right? Take out any religion or any of that kind of bullshit and just think of it as we've figured out this as well. Now, if all the other things that we do as humans are to further our species and to keep us alive and help us, you know, dominate our nature around us and keep alive, that's the object objective. If we figured this out, why shouldn't we use it? That's what I, that's my thing. And yeah, it seems dangerous and it seems crazy. Take out the morality question, because this movie does address that heavily. That's the idea, science mm-hmm. versus morality. And just wonder, why... Why were our brains, some people on this planet, have figured it out? Why should we figure it out if we're not allowed to maybe use it to make... And then, yeah. So that's what... This movie kind of gives you almost the worst case scenario of what you could 
I don't know, though. It's not really horrific to me, but it's almost the worst. It's like they've thrown everything at this creature. Every animal thing that you could throw shove into something. There's water, there's flying, there's evilness, there's an insect part, there's all that kind of stuff, right? So when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, mm, wouldn't they, in real life, maybe, they'd be a little more controlled? I don't know. I just thought, no, mm, I'm, I'm well, okay with they it. Kind, they kind of tried to, um, at the beginning, um, show you that these two physicists, scientists, Biochemists. were like the rock stars of the science world. Like the... The, yeah. The, um, but then... They're developing made-up creatures so that you can get certain proteins out of them to make um, medications for livestock. Not for humans, but for livestock, well, which is a whole other layer. A, a Some vegan people would this, say so. that's a, that's the evil side of it. All they want to do is make more, you know... But then there was a side effect that these things that they produced were give, were giving them samples that were enabling them to... Used for drugs for other diseases like yeah. human diseases like Parkinson's disease, pa- etc. Possibly, possibly, but I mean, it was they like they needed the human element. It was made it, clear it? to you that this thing was being made, and it was this livestock thing. Big money was involved in in some way, and secondly, there was this side effect that it could help cure. But it can only help, she said, if we add the human. Yeah, if element. we add the human. Right. So, so well, I'm saying, it was. So there's where your choices come in, whether you're for or Do we against. try to save more of humanity? Now, on these kind of um, people, these two um, scientists, they were just kind of, for me, they were kind of like uh, heavy-handed. Like, it was like, um, you, you're not gonna, you're being told not to do this, and then they just sneak around yeah, yeah. For, for weeks with nobody... Yeah, Nine. totally. That part was kind of... <laughs> that's old school filming to me. Yeah. Maybe. That's an old school movie where you're just taking the leap. Yeah, that nobody's, exactly. Nobody's Because they're out work lab. every day. Yeah, nobody's Doing coming. this like crazy shit and nobody knows that they're doing it. <laughs> nobody knows they're doing it. And there's noises coming from the thing and they kind of address it a little bit that somebody might hear the noise or whatever. But it's like, yeah, there is a moment... There, there are moments where you have to kind of go, okay, yeah. they're just going to do this thing and... Whoever's going to find out is not finding out yet. They'll find kind out. Kind of like later. that classic Hollow Man. <laughs> a hollow Man. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, what I mean is. Classic, you, my ass. That's horrible. It's not a classic, but yeah, it's along the lines of the, the doing the experiments. Some weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's. That's why I say the movie's not perfect. Like, there's moments where you're kind of like, really? You did that? Like, a. It's it's just to get from point A to Correct. point B, uh, and you can't question it. Just like here's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of that that happened in my brain for this movie. Yeah, tons. Because as that's you say, you were it. glad you saw it. It doesn't. It's one of those that after I watched the extra one extra and the director and talking about it, I was more endeared to it than I liked it because I feel a te- I feel I feel fond of that director guy and his past and his kind of philosophy. And then listening to him talk about it and watching him do the scenes and then going back in my mind when I was thinking during certain scenes like, ugh, you know, this is just, that might have been the Brody thing too because I'm not a huge fan either. But it just felt a little, ugh, you know, like too much sometimes and a little bit, ugh, sometimes. But then I watched the extra and I'd go back in my mind and I'm like, I get it more. Well, I think it was incredibly well. Is that fair? That's not even fair, is it? Well, that's what you thought. Yeah. What, what I think was incredibly well done about this movie, though, was the special effects. I think they were like... Very good. Um, I mean, you've obviously not seen this... This creature doesn't exist, A, and B, you have no idea how it would move, walk, or anything. But, like in District 9, 
Yeah. They pulled it off. Like, I, I mean, in District 9, they had to do loads of them. In this one, they only had to do one creature. But all the time, it looked good. And, it, good. and it moved good. And even from it being like an embryo thing up to like it being a grown creature. And things happened with it that I don't want to spoil that were crazy. Like yeah. It. And it looked, I think it looked good the entire time. And I think it also had moments of not enough of this and I wanted more of it. Of um, Heart, where you were like... Um, do you know like when you watch E.T.? Here's, here's a prime example. E.T. is a similar thing. They've got... It's not a... They've got a dude. They've got this dude in the dude. house. <laughs> and what I'm saying is they've got the creature. Yeah. The kids. And there's endearment to the creature. It acts humanish. I mean, it tries to pick up on them and, and almost entertain them at times. And they get, gain a connection with it. Now, in this movie, the... What's she called? No, backwards. Dren. Um, she... There are moments, sweet kind of moments, where she has human reactions to things and you can get with her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's a scared... She's scared or whatever, but not enough of that, I didn't think. I was, like, um, wanting more of, like, yeah. emotional moments with her. But I don't think I they think, develop her a lot. They just kind of... Then I think... Yeah, because then... The rest of the story would be more powerful. I think so. And that's what I think was missing. Like a heart, kind of. Like, um, And I dislike the scientists enough that throughout whatever's going to happen, I'm not that concerned I think about that was them. the... I don't... Like, they were really hateable. Like, I mean... I, Very. In the first... They're minutes. not overtly hateable, though. It's no, just, like, they subtle No, because they're things, also a couple. And then they do a thing that she does one thing, and then you're like, oh, my God, and then he does a thing, and you're like, oh, but you guys just seem like human beings, and now you're, like, horrible. See, when I'm formulating, a, um, like, to what we're going to talk about in my head as a movie unfolds, I, I always, like, make some mental notes, and I, my mental note in the first 15 minutes was, these characters are horrible. I don't like these characters. Like, um, why am I going to care about these characters? In the first 15 minutes? They didn't seem horrible in the first 15 minutes. Um, I'd say from the moment they start doing what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess... Because you're morally opposed to this? No, so it's just makes- some of the things that comes out of her mouth and his. And, like, it's like she's she's um, showing him, like, this really flashy apartment that she wants because, like, she's greedy or, like... Oh, I disagree completely. You I don't, don't think that no, was No, no, no. Why was she... No, that whole object of that conversation was just to get around to the fact that she didn't want children. Right, and well... Uh, the apartment had nothing to do with it. Really. And then the thing about them going on the Rolling Stone magazine or whatever it was. Wired. Or, yeah, all that sort of stuff. It was like kind of... They're really self-important kind of... I don't... Oh, I didn't get that at all. That's so weird. Not, not at all. Nope. See, I did. I totally got that. I don't know if I was right or wrong, but... Um, I don't know. I didn't pick up on that at all. I, I just, just found kept, him as just kept, nerdy. Yeah, I just kept thinking, like, kind of full of themselves and only interested in the like when it comes to the thing like oh you, we don't want you to do this and they just do it just because on a you whim, think the, the end result is they think they'll get some glory yes that's what i did think the end result was i think they were i, I think they both had different like she obviously was the instigator and he was he was kind of the um yeah like I, i'm gonna i don't really want to do this but then goes along for the ride but no i, I just Partly, the characters, like you said, the characters were made to be not likable. So, I don't want to spoil anything, but Mm-mm. it's, I mean, it's obvious what kind of film it is. So, if something ha- was to happen to them, 
would you care? That's yeah. the thing. But if something was to happen to her, the uh, Ren, Ren? Dren. Dren. If something was to happen to Dren, do you care about that as well? Because I don't think they it make her... It falls apart with that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like E.T., when E... Like, I know it's not the same... You know, I think the thing is, because she's mostly human, but there's just enough off about her <clears throat> that as you're watching her, you're a little creeped out all the time by her movements and she... Her... I also think... All that stuff makes you... don't you... know what she's going to do at any moment. Like. Yeah, and you feel... I feel like, you know, you feel like something's just off and that she's makes cute. you uncomfortable. She, she does something really cute in one second. Like, mm-hmm. uh, she'll be sat... And it's just an expression or something where you're like... You know, she's sweet. And then the next second, she's... Uh, An animal. I mean, that they did yeah, pull that off. This animal. is one thing throughout the whole movie that I really thought... They either did it on purpose or it just happened. But to keep reminding you that nature is uncontrollable. Yeah. And that she has been given genes, genetic makeup of all these different animals. You can kind of see which ones, but I'm not sure. I'd have to go back in the movie and look at that little... Would you say that's a scorpion? The scorpion, yeah, and then she's got some other stuff going on we don't want to talk dragonfly about. Dragonfly but... was one of them. I saw that. Was it? Yeah. Right. Dragonfly. And then you have to... Re- and they slides. really pull it off well. The thing of, like, you cannot control it. You can't get a bear and you can't put an elephant in circuses for hundreds of years and not expect some people to get trampled. You can't put Just a bull because... in a china shop. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you can't put a, a bear in a you know play acting circumstance and not expect somebody to get mauled at some point because it's a bear. You can't put a tiger in a, in a magician show and it not bite the guy's head off. Exactly. Well, he didn't bite the head off, but well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's un. You we might think we're arrogant arrogant enough. Even saying, if I put human genes in there, it will tame the animal, the nature. But it doesn't. And that's one thing I, re- I think they pulled off really well. Because there is that, you're a little bit on the edge of your seat every single time she gets that little cock neck thing. And you think, which, which creature is now going to feel like they need to defend themselves or she needs to attack something or she's smelling something. See, and I did, I did really like her. I think she, her performance, and she says nothing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, have... the performance also. Yeah, too. I mean, she doesn't say anything the entire movie. She's just... <gasps> There's noises. <gasps> yeah, not necessarily from her. They might be synthesized noises, but... She plays it great, I thought. I just think the writer um, needed to... I, I, don't know whether he, I don't know whether he did or didn't. Like, I felt like I needed to care more about something. And I, and I wasn't I caring about anything at some points. In the middle of the movie, I was like... This is going to go one of two ways. It's this kind of movie, right? It's going to be a horror-ish creature movie. It's going to go one of two ways. There's a creature, there's humans. Yeah, yeah. We know what. We know. We've seen a million movies. Um, do I care which way it goes? No, I yeah. don't care. I don't care. But on the other hand, you didn't know which way it was going to go, which is also a credit to the movie, because I really didn't know. There's a scene in the movie, without spoiling it, that yeah. I really did And you said, you actually said... I feel uncomfortable. I didn't think it was going to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not And when it that. did go to that um, place, I was like... Holy shit. Yeah, okay, all, all bets are off now, because... Exactly, exactly. It, it That's could turn into something really effed up that I'm really... Excited about now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're so creepy. Like the human centipede. You're so Have you heard creepy. of the movie The Human Centipede? No, don't tell me about it. Just yeah, well, I'll watch it and that'll be there. Well, the premise of The Human Centipede... I don't want to... I'm not, I'm not telling you. The premise of The Human Centipede... <laughs> 
is enough for you to want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean... The, yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, so this, when it went to that place, I expected more um, effed up things, and then it kind of just went generic again, if you get what I'm saying. A little bit, but yeah. then it got effed up again. and yeah. then So it, that was a good thing about it, because you can't sit there and guess, really. Which way? You just can't. I mean, at some point, there's like, oh, yeah, I get it. That's going to be the, you know, I knew that. But I actually hated that. I did too. I would have not it's even had that un- scene. And, uh, yeah, it's very... That one was too predictable. No, but, you know, you leave it up to people to go, <gasps> you know, whatever. No. Overall, I can say I was, like, I was really settled in and really comfy, and I just totally went along for the ride, even though there were points where I was a little bit like whoa, 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 or I didn't care, but we'll get to the cast next, and that, to me, is the best and the worst of it. Uh, yeah, I think so, and uh, there's not many people in this movie, as we witness from the credits, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go into the cast. Um, there's literally about, I mean, I've only put three people down, but there's about eight people in the entire movie. I mean, there are some people in the background and stuff, but actual people. Um, Adrian Brody as Clive Nikolai. Maybe they were all CGI. Yeah, maybe. Um, Adrian Brody, I disliked his performance the entire time. I just, I don't... I think he would have made a better brother. And get somebody else. His brother was horrible, too. I know, I'm saying knock the brother out. Put Adrian Brody in the brother role. Put someone else in the brother role. Let's get another guy. Let's get... Your screen? screen? It really doesn't matter. Let's get another... Go to sleep or something? No. Let's get another guy with uh, the same hair as Adrian Brody. And call him his brother. (laughs) Comb it straight and say that's his brother. (laughs) Yeah. But and, and, he and, was horrible. Yeah, he was horrible. Yeah, really horrible. Like so horrible, I didn't care like, at all. Uh, da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, got to. What are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's like bad. really bad. Like was... real B movie actor. Um, I don't know who he was, but I've never seen him before. But I'd... I was a little bit shocked every time he spoke. I was thinking, really. So that and then the the the, you know, there's two highlights to this movie. One is Sarah Polly. I yeah. think she actually. I kept thinking I know this girl from somewhere. She saves the whole movie. She's for me. like absolutely great. I mean, like it's a good you, performance. You like her and you hate her, and yeah. you see the craziness that she's bubbling up in her, and you see the, the the science mind in her as well, wanting to just keep moving forward. And you whatever see her motivations the motivations. You are. see, like the this is what she did really well. I think you see the woman in her where she is bonding with the creature, like as a, a like a mothering thing or a woman thing, and then. When something particular happens, then you see her shut that kind of completely down. Totally, and, yes. And turn to science, like to like, and then turn to sort of monster and then to, to hate just totally him. cold. Oh, yeah, I mean, she's really, really good. good. And she was good at doing that. And she was her scenes were just good. Um, Adrian Brody didn't do any favor. Like, I don't think he, the scenes between her and him. I went. There into, were moments when he held up to to it, but then you know it's like he's. He's like Oscar uh, winner Adrian yeah. Brody, and he's... I don't know whether you just expect... It feels a little bit empty sometimes when he's talking. I don't know how to describe it. I feel... Do you feel like he's just reading off a page when he's... Sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. And he did it in Predators, too. Like, he's trying so hard to be on the lowdown about everything, and he's a little bit too much theater school for me. Like, yeah. he just came from some theater class... To me, I don't and know. And you know, The Pianist might have just been the kind of movie that he excels in because it is kind of... Like The Matrix with Neo. I always say, some people have found their role and then you put him... I mean, he's not bad, like... I don't know how to... You have to see it and then you'll kind of decide... Yeah, I mean, you might love him and then this movie's completely different for you. But for me, it kept tainting things because I was like... 
I'm not enjoying watching him do stuff. I'm I'm not enjoying him. I I don't buy his outfit. I don't buy his character. Like yeah. it's not him. Like and I feel like some directors. Not that this guy seemed like the type. But some directors when they get someone who's Oscar winning, yeah. blah blah blah, might not have the guts to say. Do this different, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he did. Because they dressed him in a certain way, tried to make him a bit cool, kind of like not like your average cool scientist. Yeah, cool <laughs> scientist. Yeah, and even his lab coat had like patches on it with like cool. You know, he's kind of he was into heavy music, and you know, it was just a. It seemed a shot like too far away from what he really would like be. Like he was patched together character. Yeah, like let's put some things into. He's not interesting enough. Make him a bit more interesting by adding some things, which didn't need... I would have just preferred a straight-up serious scientist guy, to be honest. like he, Yeah, like Josh Brolin in Hollow Man. <laughs> I was thinking of Josh Brolin in... Um, uh, Where he's like a dickhead. Planet Terror. <laughs> he's like, like this psycho doctor yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, but Josh Brolin would have been awesome in this. Yeah. He would have been real... I mean, I like Josh Brolin anyway, but... I would have rather watched anybody, to be honest. <laughs> Ricky Gervais would have been bad. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. And then keep the movie the same, but but Ricky Gervais yeah. in there. Oh my god! <laughs> I would have preferred it. That would have been so awesome. Um, no, we're not, not. I'm not knocking Adrian Brody because I don't know. I don't know. I don't. All I know is the two movies I've seen recently. I though I really liked Predators, but he was a bit of the weak link for me. Sometimes I mean I liked him and I didn't. It was it's a hard. I'm, I don't know what it is. I've got to find something in there that I like about him particularly. What was the thing about pred- Predators when we went to see it in the theaters that bugged us? Was it like too dark and we couldn't really see something, see most of it? Was it? Did you didn't like the battle out on the field between the samurai guy and the predator because you couldn't see it. You, it was, was too far away. I'd be interested to. We got the Blu-ray this week, so we'll be reviewing it in oh, a couple good. of weeks. I'll be interested to see if it's better because I seem to remember us being something to do with the. The theater. couple of scenes were dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the encampment where you could tell they've got the one guy strung up yeah, yeah. and it all looked kind of fuzzy and dark. There was something where we were complaining. Anyway, um, that was Predators. That's not this. <laughs> we're so bored with Adrian Brody that even during our discussion, we veer off. And Take a shot of that third lady's um, name. What? Oh, Delphine Chanaik. And she plays Dren, the uh, creature in uh, question. And she, like I say, she has no dialogue, but it's a... She's French. It's a um, performance capture, like an Andy Serkis kind of deal. She's in green screen pants all the time. One of the best moments is when she gets pissed off and she throws stuff around and then she knocks over those shelves and she truly encapsulates, just in her head and her face, the way a child who say, you're saying, don't you throw that bowl of cereal on the floor, young lady. And, and she looks you. straight at your face and pushes it off the table in that sort of like, eh. I really she liked, did that perfectly. I really like when she dived from one side of the barn into the water. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Just to, yeah, just like, you know, you don't know what she's going to do from one second to the next. She was, she really was good. good, she was good. She moved in the part on the roof where she reveals that... Thing. She's a French Canadian lady, and like I say, it's um, you know, her as herself is not there. It's almost like the lady from Avatar, play, but not you know playing a. But this girl's actually got a mask on. Some part of a mask, and yeah. then they digitally like move it's her really eyes good, apart. Though. Yeah, I gotta it's really say, good. it's really good the way they did it. Um, I wasn't kind of. If it was bad, it would have made this film terrible. Yeah, yeah. If you was, I always... think uh, nearing the end when the thing, you know, that got a little know, bit. It was dark looking. enough to. Um, yeah. It was a dark... I mean, it was Fishy. a, a mm-hmm. nighttime kind of deal. It was dark enough for me to kind of go, okay. Um, but 
She was... They're the high points, Sarah Polly and this lady. If someone could splice genes into you right now, what animal thing would you have? Monkey. No, what animal thing? Monkey's <laughs> penis. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, I mean, like, would you have wings? Would you have oh. scales? Would you have a tail so you can swim? Monkey's would you have penis. aqua lung things so you can swim underwater and never have to come up? Monkey's penis. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. That's all no, I got. <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Would I be interested in flying? Not particularly. I'd like to have bad eyes so I can see in the dark. Or whatever whatever makes them see I don't see think the bats dark. can see at all. They hear by sonar. Oh, that'd be good. Hmm. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, so bat eyes would be awesome because you could find... <laughs> I mean, hearing. The ear, sonar yeah. ears would be good. Yeah, are you asking me what superpower I would like? I just want no, animal it's not superpower. Bat. An animal trait that you would have. A trunk. For what purpose? Elephant's trunk. For Picking up logs. <laughs> Squirting people. I'm going to stop asking you questions. <laughs> are you a boy or are you a man? Don't answer questions like a boy. Drinking a You're drink. You're a grown man. Drinking a drink and spitting it out on people like like in a... You can do that now. I can, but you it wouldn't be as drunk. effective as a drunk. You think with a drunk people would be more forgiving? Like, oh, how cute. He's got a drunk. He's spitting on me. But if you did it now, people would be like, ooh, he's spitting on me. <laughs> a drunk and, an, and a, a monkey penis. That might... No, I, I was just thinking, uh, flying... I'm not particularly interested in flying myself, to be honest. Um, <laughs> do I want to be something like a bear so I could just rip the, sh- you know? You mean the strength of a yeah, bear? Yeah, strength. What having soup? I would like to have the ability to breathe underwater. I think that would be my number one. I don't go in water, so that's no use to me. I don't want that. <laughs> but the any- thing is, if you were able I've got to it. breathe, a if- chameleon. If you were you know, like oh. a chameleon, can go invisible—not invisible, but blend into. Like right now, you would blend, Perfect. and I would—you would. You wouldn't even know it. Planet Terror poster mixed with the uh, Guitar Hero guitar. Yeah. I've always thought, like, if I wanted, like, on another subject, if I wanted to ever be a superhero, invisibility—it's the best one because, like, it'd be so awesome, just like. Yeah, but you still have to walk around and go places. It doesn't matter because. I would not transform just a show, You can go anywhere. You can like, if you want to be. In the president's room, listening to what he talks about, you could do but it. But you have to get there. Well, it's not going to be difficult. You're invisible. You still have to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still have to physically get yourself there. Wouldn't you want some sort of, like, ability to, like, transform there or to fly there? No, I don't, you can only have one. Invisible. Alright. Invisible sounds awesome. Permanently invisible? Or, like, you can No, appear- I can go in and out of it. Like the invisible, uh, like, Fantastic Four, invisible woman. Hmm. Barbie a man. Well, my superpower no, no, woman. <laughs> Breathe underwater. I still want that one. I want to be Aqua Woman. Fish. Fish, <laughs> Fish woman. woman. No. <laughs> and all the things that it implies, no. This is so off topic. Anyway. <laughs> so this movie... It is not off topic at all. We're talking about splice. <laughs> We're splicing in genes to ourselves. So this movie is directed by Vin... Vin... Vincenzo. Vincenzo Natale, who is a Canadian director who... Most people probably won't have heard about because I think the movie Cube, while it was he did the movie Cube, um, I think people do know about the movie Cube, but not mainstream audiences. Mm. It was kind of a cultish kind of. I want to watch it again. Uh, yeah, I own it on DVD. It's one of the, one of the very first DVDs I bought because I said to you, "Is this movie called Cube? Have you seen you, it?" You sent it to me, and we, I bought it. Um, and it's there's also two sequels to Cube. There's a Cube Two and Cube Three. Neither directed by him mm. but Cube I, I've seen Cube 2 and 3 and they're they're on Sci-Fi Channel 
they're almost remakes of the first one, just slightly better. You know, graph, uh, special effects yeah. are better. But the first one, it's, it's literally genius because it's like... It's a very cheap, low-budget movie. Very suspenseful. Very clever. Um, and it makes you think, like, about really what this is like. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I think it's pretty good. Um, he also did another movie called Nothing, mm-hmm. which I have not seen, which I now want to see. Look at my recommendations. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> and Spice is his third movie. Um, if you think of Cube... He is like a visionary. I, I think of him as like a Peter Jackson kind of guy. He made him like a cheap movie. Because he wrote it as well. Yes, exactly. He wrote like a cheap movie, or made a cheap movie, you know, quite some time ago. And now he's going on to do, some, I wouldn't say better things, bigger things. Bigger, yeah. But he, he seems, when we listen to him, that he makes choices not based on what Hollywood thinks, which I really like. That. Yeah. And Sarah Polly had the same... Uh, I was reading about her, and she's got that same sensibility. I don't... I've been offered big movies like the Bourne movie, but I I prefer to make movies in Canada and smaller movies because I want... You know, I'm serious about I want movies. the movies I make to mean something to me. Yeah, not Basically. just a big paycheck like the Bourne movie would be. Or know? paycheck. The movie. Yeah. Well, as everybody jokes about. I don't mean about. you get much from that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he is... Uh, if you want to see... Oh, your recommendations would um, highlight that. I, yep. I definitely recommend you seeing Cube. Um, I don't know how... I mean, it's really good, right? Um, it's quite cheaply done. If you're a movie lover and you've watched as many movies as we have and you've never seen it and you're about our age, you could go with it. If you're a young person and you're maybe kind of past the, the special effectsness, but I don't know, I don't know, I think, go for it. You, you see, you know, special effects was still actually pretty good. Cause, they you now know, go Dark City, and it's not exactly up-to-date-ish kind of looking, you know? So, I say watch Dark it. Dark City uh, I, I saw Dark City years ago, like I said to you, um, kind of, I saw it and kind of didn't really pay, it was on TV or something, and I kept thinking, oh, I didn't really like that. I don't know what that was. And then when we watched it again, it blew my mind. It did. You were just like, oh my God. And that's like, the way Cube why will did be. I not... If you've never seen it and you're 40-something. Yeah. <clears throat> and you watch it now and you love movies and stuff, it does kind why of blow did... your mind. I was like, why didn't I get that? Because that is like so awesome, like the idea of it. It's like, like, and the... That, if you... Yeah, Dark City should be a recommendation. There, yeah. We're really, um... Keep driving <laughs> So, um... This, uh... Blu-ray disc, um... Extras. Yeah, there aren't many extras to talk um, about. God, I like this cover. Very. Um, I also, you know, uh, something I've never mentioned, I don't think, before. But um, I do like this cover. It's a cover It shows you the uh, creature. But, um, secondly, I really like the title sequence to this movie. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. With the um, people's, who are in its names, in the DNA and all in that. In the like veins. It. it was really cool looking. Um, and I did like the opening sequence, like the POV kind of deal. Where it's... I don't think that's a little bit boring. I just really thought it was good. So, um, and reminded me... POV means point of view. Correct. So, um, it does have one special feature. Now, when I did read on the back of this box, I was like, one special feature? Oh, I feel cheated. That's like five minutes long. Well, no, it's like a 35-minute documentary. One of the ones that we like as well, which is... Really good. It's called A Director's Playground on the set of Spice. So it's like the director taking you through 
the days of filming. Um, it's not quite as in-depth as some we've watched, but I did get a flavour of what totally. he was Totally, I think I got enough. Yeah. I mean, you see her doing the creature with her... She had blue pants on, which is odd. Yeah. These days it's sometimes green. Sometimes they were green, sometimes they were blue. Yeah, that's true. And they had a green man and a green set that one time. But um, So you get to see that, so you know enough already how they do it. You... What I liked was the little bit of training that the young girl and the grown woman yeah, creature did. You know, t- how to behave as this Because you see this creature from a baby Embryo, to yeah. a um, full grown. Yeah. I thought it was one of the best extras ever because it's just right. It sh- takes you through the movie. You see behind the scenes. The director talks a lot. I found out that he wrote it. It's like a like a pet project. Ten years his. ago. Yeah, he's wanted to make it forever. You get like a good flavor, I think, of the, and how, the heart behind the how, movie. How like when he tries to pitch this movie yeah. to people, it doesn't. There are a few elements that don't sound very appealable. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, um, like money. he said, the people with money don't. They, like, they don't want to hear certain. They things. don't want to hear the. Um, I, I was thinking, like you said, just don't say them bits. Mm-hmm. And get the money and go and do it. Exactly. <laughs> um. So, um, th- that's the extra. It's in standard definition. It's not a high def feature. It's fine, um, yeah. and it's like you say. Some movies you don't need a ton of extras, and I the only extra I wanted was them to put even just. Um, I would like to commentary some kind of mo- some sort of digital looking thing that showed me all the animals that were chosen, and then all of the features of her that are which animal. Now I know you're supposed to kind of just figure it out for yourself, but I would like to have seen it in some sort of, you know, like. Some little graphical demonstration or something. And the other thing you uh, get is... Um, I'm just checking. Oh, you get uh, a DVD and a digital copy and the movie. So, um, all three versions of the... Three ways to watch the movie. Not three versions of the movie. <laughs> three ways to watch the movie. So, um, yeah, it's... Um, I recommend it. It's a good movie. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a mixed bag, isn't it? Like, that's, that's one thing. It's but a mixed bag. The story's good enough. Some people are going to be watching and all of a sudden go, Oh my God, you are kidding me. What a load of shit. And yeah. then other people are going to be watching, like, we didn't go, Oh my God. Yeah. How cool, how creepy is that? Like, yeah. you just sort of, you got to go along for the ride and... I like the ride. There was just bumps along the way. And then Adrian Brody. All the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's the big He was most of the bumps. <laughs> it's a shame because, like... You want to like him. I know you do. I I liked him. The pianist was amazing. I, lo- I loved it. I remember watching it and was like, I'm blown away. I do you think it. he shouldn't do action-adventure sci-fi? I think maybe he should stick to serious drama. I think that might be where he... But there again, I haven't seen him do anything but the pianist, so... Yeah. What, um... Could comedy, have been a, comedy, maybe? Could have been a fluke. Right? <laughs> the pianist. Sorry, Mr. Brody. Anyway, um... In a couple of weeks, we'll review Predators, and I'll be able to go off on him again because. Or I, you'll watch it again and go, "Hey, one's about the voice that he puts on during the whole movie oh, yeah. is enough for me to go off on him <laughs> immediately." It's really poor. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, what do you say for this one? I say if you like sci-fi and a little bit of interesting intellectual question to curl up in your brain, and you're willing to just go along for the ride. I say watch it, because it's got a good... Uh, I think it's better than your average horror movie. that we like. I, I wouldn't 100% say it's a full-on horror movie anyway, but it, it has got enough elements to make it good. It's it just, has things that truly are horrific in your mind, if you really think about it. Oh, yeah, totally. Really horrific. Not just blood and guts, heads flying, none of that shit. It's just, it gets in your mind, just like Cube does. Like the. I think Cube's the better movie. 
I agree. Easily. So, so with that said, with that bombshell, we, um, <laughs> so uh, thanks to Warner for the uh, disc. And next week's review will be um, Pixar's Toy Story 3 on Blu-ray. Um, that is not Halloween-y. It is not, but... I thought we were going to have Halloween. It's the day before. It's the Halloween the, next week. No, we are, that's the, that comes out there. So I've explained this. That comes out next week. Um, that week, so I want it on that week. Anyway, Toy, Toy Story 3. What do you mean? But next week's Halloween. It is, but we've done Halloween movies for the last two weeks. We're not arguing about this. I've already said. <laughs> we don't argue. I'm just saying. Toy Story 3 is next week's movie. I think movie. you're wrong. Um, I'm doing a Halloween movie. Yeah, you can do to- the Halloween parts from Toy Story 3. <laughs> uh, and Toy Story 3 actually also includes Pixar's uh, other, the, the short film that you always get. And I can't remember its is it name. Is it Halloween themed? I don't know. So no. Toy Story 3. Um, but the other Halloween movie we're going to do is a Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which has not arrived yet because uh, Warner are having some issues with their uh, distribute. We should have had it already, but we're going to get it late. So when it comes, we'll do it and that'll be a Halloween, last Halloween movie. All right? Or it'll be Predators. Which is another spooky movie. You're not making me happy, so I'll just get on with it. Come on, Toy Story 3. You love Pixar. Not for Halloween. Yes, I do love it. Well, Have it, it for my birthday weekend, because my birthday is one week from Halloween. So, What? My birthday weekend. Well, what I'm saying is ha- Toy Story 3 has to be next week, because I want it on the release date, right? I get it. So. All business, no fun. Correct. Well, it's kind of fun, isn't it, Toy Story 3? So, is Halloween on that Sunday? All right, we'll do two then. I think. We could I do two it. if you want to. Yeah. Um, something creepy and something sweet. Predators and, uh, predators <laughs> something and, sweet and something creepy. Predators and Toy Story, it would have to be. So, make your decision now. No, I'm not making any decision. This is a boring decision. conversation to go on the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm going to do... Let's just do Toy Story 3, do something spooky the week after. Anyway, um, the movie recommendations for this week for me are The Fly, David Cronenberg, Canadian director. This movie, I believe he was inspired by it. Um, it's awesome. The Fly, original. Um, Fly 2, not so much. Uh, and my second one is Resident Evil. The yeah. original Resident Evil. I got a vibe of it in this Hmm. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the corporation. Yeah. The what they're doing is not right. Kind of money people. Yeah. So um, yeah, I got a vibe of it. So what are yours? Cube, and nothing. You don't know what that is, though. I don't know what it is, mystery. but it's it might another. Be awful. That's fine because I'm recommending it to myself. I want to see it. It's the other movie that this director. And interestingly done. enough, nothing has never had a North American DVD release. I looked it up, so no. I don't know how you see it. Um, there is a Japanese I recommend that you find it apparently he's big in Japan right and there's a Japanese um, DVD of nothing that costs $99 on Amazon it's just a standard DVD not a Blu-ray and it's got an English subtitle and on Netflix it just says you can save it which means the DVD has not been released yet but this Japanese version it's in Japanese with an English subtitle track which is not how it was so I don't know how you see a version of it Um, send him a note Vincenzo. Maybe maybe it'll get put out if this movie... Hmm. Maybe somebody will put it out. So, yeah, that's our recommendations for this week. Games and exclusive stuff this week. I have been playing, and you uh, witnessed some of this game, the adorable Kirby's Canvas Curse. That's not what it's called. Kirby's Epic Yarn. <laughs> do, what do you think of Kirby's Epic Yarn? This is a Wii game, by the way. It looks fine. 
I mean, it looks like you kept saying, oh, it's adorable. This is adorable. And you're not a man who uses that word well, very I'll loosely? explain the visual style. Um, it's just made to look like yarn. Patchwork. Patchwork, yes, patchwork. Like a, yeah. Like sewing. Material and sewn things. And, the, and then it uses the sewing motif in the game mechanics also. Like, you can reach out with your piece of yarn... Grab a bobby pin kind of thing, pull it, and the whole scenery slides and kind of ruffles up so you can get to different places. Oh, yeah. And then there's things where you turn into, like, a yarn uh, buggy at one point, and then you're racing across these, like, patchwork quilts, jumping over them, jumping over the bumps in the quilts and stuff. It's really... um, Adorable. I'm very... I mean, it's very Japanese, but it's very... What does that mean? It's got, like, the Japanese sensibility to the game, like, the platforming. It feels like a Mario game or a... Right, I get you. Like, it feels like it was made by those teams, you know? But then this... If you've seen Little Big Planet, it's a similar kind of vibe to that, like, cloth and textures and, you know, sack-looking things. You know, everything. every level looks kind of different. But it's not the same game as Little Big Planet. It's not the 3D-ish kind of... Remember Little Big Planet? It was kind of awkward to play, mm-hmm. wasn't it? I mean, it was a good idea, but it was kind of awkward to this play. This game didn't remind me of it at all, so I think only the, the sack look. boy mine, maybe. But it doesn't Just like everything it in Little Big Planet was like a cloth or a felt or a sack. It? Yeah, it was all based on different materials. All the blocks that you purchased were all different. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, that's why sack boy. I was... know, oh, he's sack boy. He's made out yeah, of Yeah, but so were the backgrounds. There was like felt cubes, um, hmm. hessian cubes, all different... It was all based on materials or rocks. or But this is the same kind of thing. Now, only thing I've got about this game is... I think it's aimed at, like, younger audiences. Because the actual gameplay is, like, fairly easy for me. Like, I don't mean fairly easy. I mean, you can't die in this game. At all. Like, you can't lose a life. But the only thing you can do to mess up is you have, you have to collect beads. Which are, like, sewing beads. Um, if you get touched by an enemy, beads come out of you and disappear. So, like, to get when you get to the end of the level, if you've got a load of beads, you get a good score. But if you keep touching enemies and stuff, you lose half the beads and you get very few beads. So that's the only way you can really mess up. So you can always finish the level. You can't get stuck, you can't die, you can't lose a life. It's not like Mario. Right, right. So maybe that's, for me, I love the way it looks and everything, but it kind of, there's no... Challenge. challenge you're just going through I'd like it then but the good thing about it is you've always got a smile on your face like I said there's always a different like Kirby turns into a rocket ship and starts flying and you control the rocket ship but or, it's a rocket ship made out of yarn yeah everything and like when the rocket ship fires its little missiles they're just like little like strings of cotton that come out you know it's right. all really cutesy so um I recommend it and I think I recommend it to one of my friends actually who's got some small children and I, he's always asking me, because I play a lot of games, like, what, what game would my kids like? And I said, this Kirby's Epic Yarn, I think it'd be perfect for kids, because there's no... And he said, okay, I'll get it them. And then he said, oh, thanks uh, for letting me know about that one, because my kids won't put it down. Right. So, yes, it's kid-approved, I think. And these are young kids, five and yeah. nine, seven and nine years old. Yeah, I think, I think it actually, uh, he has a little girl and a little boy, and he thought that... The little girl would be the one who'd latch onto it, but it was the little boy who was hooked. Or is he five and nine? I can't remember the ages. I don't know, but anyway, the little boy was hooked on it and wouldn't put it down. And in fact, he said to him the other day, 
Um, Dad, can can we phone um, Paul up because I want to know how to get past this dragon thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I think they're hooked. So um, the second game I've been playing this week is I have to even consult this myself because I can't remember. DJ Hero Two. Um, this is the sequel to DJ Hero. My actually my favorite rhythm game. I've said to you like I used to love Guitar Hero and Rock Band, and I've been playing them recently. But I dig DJ Hero just because of the type of music. Now. This one is a big improvement on the last one. Everything's better. It's faster to load the songs. You can play mixes where you play like 10 songs in a row and they're all joined together. So there's no waiting in between the songs. It's really cool that way. Because that not that what a DJ is about? Like playing music non-stop. It's not about waiting for the next song to load. So I do like how they did that. The only thing I don't like, I think that the track list is slightly weaker than the first game. And... um, the reason being is, it's to do with my musical taste, though. Um, I'm not heavily into rap, and there's a lot of rap. Like, the first, I'd say, over a third of the game is rap. Um, you know, uh, 50 Cent, um, Snoop Dogg, those kind of people. Um, so, I wasn't digging it. I was like, oh, another rap one, another rap one, another rap Oh, Mary J. Blige. You know, it was like... Um, Rap, yeah. rap, 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 rap. Oh, Mary J. Blige's rap. Yeah, She's she like does R&B. some rap in her songs as well. But uh, and uh, what's the other Missy Elliott and all that stuff. And I'm not really into it, so it was like not doing it for me. And then, it, like when it hits the middle of the game, there's a dance section which is like right on my street. There's like the Prodigy, and you know it gets to a, you go to different locations. When you get to Ibiza, which is like the rave capital of the world. You've got the Prodigy, you've got Daft Punk, you've got, you know... We'll go to Ibiza, we it don't have no visa. It turns more into a dancing, a dance, which is what I want from DJ Hero. I want the music I like, you know. Um, and then it gets a lot better. And I'm really cool. What's cool about it is the last two-thirds is pretty much dance music. Okay. And there's actually some tracks in there that are fairly obscure that I know because I'm into dance music. And I didn't expect them to turn up. I was playing along. I was like, it, the, it starts and I'm like, I think I know this one. And then the woman starts singing and I'm like, holy shit, they put that one in there. <laughs> These guys who made this game are into dance music. It's not like they went, let's just get the most popular stuff. They just went like, people love this one, people love this one. You know, even if it wasn't a hit, it's just an iconic song. So I think they did good in that respect. They also added... You can plug a microphone in and do vocals, which I think would be extremely hard because DJ Hero is all about scratching, mixing in between two tracks. How does somebody sing that? Mm. When well, I mean, there are words to rap music. There are, but a lot of the time in DJ Hero, when Snoop Dogg's rapping, I'm also scratching him his speech. So he's but like, that's for someone else, right? To do someone else is supposed to do the singing. Exactly, but I'm saying that person. If they don't know, it's going to start scratching and they're singing the word. It's going to sound weird. Mm. You know, get one sec. Because when I'm cutting from one track to the other and they're singing Snoop Dogg and all of a sudden they're supposed to be singing Missy Elliott. And I'm like... It's, I don't know how it works, but I'm assuming it does. I just don't see the appeal in the singing. Yeah. Because it's a DJ game. Nobody sings in a DJ thing. You know? I just think it was another way for them to... Like... Like, it's kind of like a, a single-player game almost, but somebody else might want to participate because it's a party, right? 
Do DJs talk over when they're talk when they're doing the music? Not ever? no, not at all. In fact, um, like mixing DJs, you wouldn't hear them say a word. They just mix tunes together, you know, uh, and scratch and and so no, they don't talk. I mean, yes, you could you could could pretend to be a real shitty like wedding DJ or something, but I don't know. But anyway, uh, it's DJ Hero Two. It's also got some cool online modes. Um, I recommend it. Uh, bit heavy on rap. What I'm, what I'm actually um, looking forward to, though, is they do DLC for DJ Hero, so you can buy new tracks, you know, like you can with Rock Band. There's an opportunity to put all kinds of music in there. Yeah. I mean, they've got the Prodigy in the game, which I love, but there's only two tracks. I mean... What rock... about the technology guys? Yeah, Daft Punk were in the Daft first Punk. one, too, and also in this one. Uh, they've only got one track in this one, but... Um, I believe they'll have a DLC pack because they did last time. You know, it's like um, I don't mind buying tracks if the tracks are like, and I like the way they um, offer them. You know, like ninety nine cents a piece. Or yeah, whatever. I think it's fine because if there's a song I really like, ninety nine cents isn't really a big deal. For one it. song, well, that's a lot. Well, it's the same as buying a song of iTunes, but you get a game with it. You get the game pack. True. I don't think it's. I think it's fine. Ninety nine cents for a track. You're paying the artist some money and you're getting to play the game as well. Mm. I always think that rock band pricing is fine, you know? Um, so that was DJ Hero 2. The third game, which is um, like pure evil uh, encapsulated into a video game, is a Super Meat Boy, which was this week's uh, Xbox Live Arcade game. And uh, it's a funny game for um, somebody who eats vegetables to play, but uh, Super Meat Boy. Don't most people eat vegetables? Do you mean you don't eat meat? Exclusively don't eat meat, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're um, a piece of meat, boy. You're it's a like, boy made out of a piece of... No, you're not a boy. You're just a piece of meat walking around as a it's like, thing. It's an independent game. It started off as a Flash game on, on the website called Newgrounds, which um, a lot of people will remember from Alien Hominid and castle crashes they were two games that also were flash games that ended up being xbox live games and this is the third game that came from that website they're a flash game website and it's not the game you'll find on that website it's a brand new redone not it's not a flash game but anyway it's it's hard to explain it's like super mario meets super meat boy (laughs) meet meets super mario meets get it Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still mad about Halloween, so just keep. Talking. So, what would you say it was? <laughs> I don't know. It looked a bit. It, I'm sorry, I showed you. Kind of reminded me of the ink one. Remember, we had to get the ink blobs going around up and through things, and the one where you had to go through the little tunnels and. Um. Pixel junk shooter. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's anything like that, but that's what it reminded me of. But kind of cartoon. Your meat boy, he can jump. That's his only. You've got two buttons. You can jump and stick. Because you're Well, he doesn't even stick so much as... Slosh. He can kind of bump up against things if you're quick. Like, he doesn't stay there indefinitely. He slides down a wall, but you can kind of jump up a wall by keep pressing the button. Because blood squirts out of you. Yeah, correct. And you leave that blood around. So, like, the idea of the game is Dr. Fetus, who's the baddie, who's a fetus in a jar, a stole... Your loved one, who happens to be a, you would call a band-aid, and I would call a sticking plaster. Mm-hmm. That's what she is. And you have to rescue her. Is she her. alive, or is she an actual band-aid? She's like an actual she's band-aid. A, she's a character. Band-aid girl. But she's alive. She has eyes. Yeah, she's got eyes, yeah. Okay. So you're rescuing her from Dr. Fetus, and that 
the Mario thing, every time you get her, he takes her away to the next level. It's like you print the princesses in another castle kind of deal. This game has a lot of in-jokes on different video games that you'll pick up on along the way. But its main, at its heart, is pure evil. Like from, I'd say, level four, it's very easy. You mean it's evil because it's difficult. It's the probably the most difficult game, and I've played a lot of games, ever. To get the achievement No for kidding. A, yeah. To wow. get To get the achievement for 100% on this game, you would have to be a maniac. <laughs> like, somebody who enjoys torture. Because... That's very I, old school, though, because you used to play games when you were a kid, right? Just endlessly. Exactly, yeah. It's that kind of style. If you like being... It's so... The, the controls are so good, though. I have to give it that. The controls are really precise. It's just some of the things they ask you to do are insane. It's like... It's like jump, like... From one side of the screen to the other side of the screen to the other side of the screen to the other screen with uh, whizzing blades going every single way in one go. Like, no... You can wait somewhere. Just like, bang, 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 all the way to the top of this level. Like, it's like... No, like, jump, wait. No, jump, jump wait. None of that. Yeah, no no taking a breather. It's just, here's a level. It's one screen. All levels are one screen. You can see everything. Get from here to here. And there's a load of booby traps along the way. And so, like, you might take 150 tries to do it. Literally. I mean, it gets really hard. I got to, like, level... World 2. So, 22 levels in. It's got to a point where I can barely do it, right? And you're not looking forward to the next level no. anymore. You get done with one, and you're just like, oh, God, yeah, I like I like I like I'll play a level until I do it, and then the next level comes up, and I'll turn it off and come back later because I can't, I can't stay with with a level one level for an hour. Just keep doing it. One of my friends who's like an absolute, he probably finish it. I was thinking, you know, yes, he'll probably sit there and is he do playing it. it? I'm not noticed, but I'm sure he will, and I'm sure it's the kind of game you will sit there for three weeks doing it. You know, it's it has this cool feature as well, where say you do play one level for an hour and eventually finish it, when it shows you the replay, it shows you every single attempt you had, but in one go. So there's a hundred meat boys on the screen, so you'll see one get caught in a blade, but the eventual one will get to the top. So it's like a distilled. Right. Here's the last hour of what you played, and here is every single attempt you had in one screen, you know? So you can see... Yeah, yeah. Just a big cloud of meat boys, some getting killed, and eventually one gets to the princess. So it, it's... I recommend Gen- it. Genius and evil at the same time. I actually recommend it, because it's a huge game. There's, like, eight worlds with 20 levels each. And these are what they call the easy worlds, which are not easy at all. They're absolutely insanely... But the second level's so hard that you can't do Right. It. Well, get this, right? This, tw- this eight, lo- eight worlds with 20 levels. And these are called the light worlds. And they're all happy-go-lucky, you know, running through the fields. Still difficult. But then, not when you finish finished it, at any time, you can press the Y button. And it changes the game into the dark version of the game. It's the same game, like, with the same levels, but they're all infinitely harder. As in, there's more obstacles, it's just... That's what you're doing? I'm doing the easy, uh, light <laughs> one. If you turn it to the hard world, the first level... You saw the first level mm-hmm. on the light world. You basically jump up a wall and touch the princess. Well, the dark version of that level is... The wall has got, like, saw blades. 
and then there's another way around that's got lasers that will kill you if you go near them. You know, it's like insane. It's like... Right, right. So if you think the light one's hard, the dark one is insanely hard. And, you know, you've got all that for the one price. It's like um, 800 Microsoft points, um, which is what? I don't know. I think that is $10. But I think you could literally play this game for weeks. There's so much content. And there's, like, unlockable stuff, and, it, you know, it's cool. And it, the best thing is, when you look at the credit screen, it was made by two guys. Nice. So this really is an independent game. It's not a big conglomerate, like EA, making this game. It's, like, two guys. Two made insane guys. And they decided to make an old-school game that is very hard. And, and those kind of games will go down well with a certain audience, I think. Yeah. Because there are people who like to be brutally tortured by a game. And feel an absolute joyous thing when they do get to finish something like that. They're called husbands. They like torture. Yeah. (laughs) So that's Super Meat Boy. And then that was it for me playing this week. But coming up this week... Coming up this week... What? I'm just doing my eyebrows like Stacy from EastEnders. Coming up this week is... um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 on Tuesday. Which is a big one, obviously, if you're a Star Wars fan. Sean White's Skateboarding, which came out today, and I have been playing it a little bit today. And funnily enough, I thought I would hate it, and you saw me playing it. I actually was thinking, when I finished um, this podcast and edited it, I might play another 30 minutes of it, because it kind of is calling me back. I don't know what it is about it. It's pretty fun looking. It's kind of crappy looking, I think. No, fun looking, like, because you, you know... Yeah, it's got it's fantasy. A twist on the skateboarding. Uh, I said to you, it's almost like The Matrix meets skateboarding meets 1984. Yeah. You know, it's 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 crazy. Um, and it's Sean White, who's not famous for being a skateboarder. Well, he is now, but he was used to be a snowboarder. Like the games previous were Sean White snowboarding. So um, that's another one I've been playing. Also out on Tuesday is Fable Three, which is. Probably the biggest release of this week. It has been pre-ordered. Um, Vanquish is also out. Uh, was also out last week. I just haven't got around to it yet. I will be playing that and telling you. Costume Quest is also out this week. I have it. I haven't played it yet. That's um, Tim Schafer's Double Fine People. The guys who made Brutal Legend. It's a Halloween game. Your uh, guy kids going trick or treating, and something happens. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a cartoony kind of Castle Crashers looking game. It looks really cool. Um, Costume Quest. Um, and finally, f- another game that's already out. It's a 100-hour game, they're saying. I haven't got around to it yet. I do have it. It's Fallout New Vegas, which is the sequel to Fallout 3. Um, so that's everything that's coming up this week. Also, Rock Band 3 if, uh, is out on Tuesday. Is there an end to this list? Rock Band 3 is out on Tuesday if you are a fan of Rock Band. Um, I think it's $300 this time. Holy crap. Um you get a real guitar in the pro version. I think the expensive version is like, it comes with a, actually a the real... The expensive version isn't the $300 version? No. 500 Holy crap. No. It's nearly 500 for the whole pro version. Which comes with a real keyboard. Keith Richards. <laughs> no. Listen, well, they've changed it. it. A real keyboard. Like a full-size keyboard. Um... A real guitar. And I'm not talking a... Yeah, don't we mean. It's got no buttons on it. It's a real guitar. We all know what a real guitar is. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a real guitar that's a game controller. Nice. Also. Strings and... 
strings and frets. It, it's you playing a guitar, and the game will understand your notes. You're gonna have to buy it, so I'll have to see it to believe it. I'll, I'll just show you videos. <laughs> I would not buy it because it's not for me. And I've seen reviews of it. Um, it's exactly like learning to play the real guitar. This mode, right? Hmm. So you do learn to play the real guitar through the game, but it's not something that you like. The guy. They've had a couple of reviewers I was reading last week. One's a real guitar player and one's wanting to learn the guitar. The guy who's a real guitar player obviously could do it immediately because he just looked at the tablature and started playing the guitar and he played the songs, right? Like Nirvana's songs and stuff. The guy who wanted to learn to play guitar went through all the tutorials and stuff and then was completely lost when it came to the game because it's just too hard. Like, I mean... Normal rock band, you press five buttons and click a switch, right? This, you're playing a guitar. Right. It's, like, it's not the same thing. It's like you need to be able to play a guitar first or... Take your time and you'll learn it. Yeah. Play, you know, so this game could give you... Why do we say it's expensive? You know, like the guitar might cost $200 and the game costs 60 If you're really into really wanting to pick up a guitar, I mean, it, you can take this guitar, plug an amplifier into it, forget the game, and play it as a guitar. You know, right. so you're buying a guitar as well as the game. So, it's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. They're all they've also done that pro mode with the drums. They've added cymbals to the drums. Um, they've also added the keyboard this year with the full keyboard. keyboard. Is that's got had to be and good. the vocals. Um, so it is going in a different direction. But if you still just like original rock band, all that is in there too. You can use your existing guitars. It's just there's a pro mode now where right, real yeah. musicians can get in on it. So that. all you need to buy is the game for 60 or you can buy the whole kit for 200 or 500 I think there's actually different kits, like a keyboard kit if you just want keyboard, a guitar kit, a pro guitar kit if you want the real guitar, a right. drum kit, and then a pro drum kit, the one with the all the real stuff, you know? So, yeah, I think they've done all right because you can pick what you want, and if you're serious... Hmm. If you really want to learn drums or guitar and you think that'll be a good way, then there's a way to do it. My dessert is cooking. I can smell it. So um, that's everything for this week. Uh, games. Um, it's, this is the most insane time of the year for games and it's not going to slow down because Call of Duty is coming up. So what have you got this week? What's for dinner? For dinner? Thank you for asking. Whatever you can smell right now is the dessert, first of all. Might be a little overcooked because I put it in the oven before we started, so... It's plantain and apple and some almond milk. I don't smell it. Oh, it smells all sweet and it's been baking in there for 300 degrees for a whole, what, hour and a half? And for dinner is going to be a kashi vegetable pizza. It's only been pizza. an hour and six minutes. Oh, fair enough. Uh, kashi roasted vegetable pizza. And then we're going to have salad on the side with something you just tasted and found out that you liked. Kalamata olives with in a wine kind of marinade or something in the jar. No, they're just in red wine. Yeah, they're good. And yeah. you didn't... I don't like olives, never have. But then again, I've only ever tasted those cocktail olives with the, like, stuff in it. Yeah, and we were watching um, Healthy Vegan Chick do, woman, do her, like, a couple of recipes. And she chopped up a bunch of Kalamata olives. And you were like, ooh, I never liked olives. And I said, they're just awesome. They're, like, salty. And you're like, well, maybe I should try them again. So we got some. You love them. So they're going on the salad with whatever else I throw in there. And then our dessert stuff. I can't say I love them. I like them, though. I, I think mean, you'll I think you'll like it on yeah. things, or you could put it in the sauce if I just make a hint of it. Yeah, occasion. yeah. Instead of salt, I mean they're salted. So that is what is for dinner, and then a little leftover. Yesterday I made something which I find really delicious. Well, I didn't cook the chili; it was Amy's. Yeah, it's pretty black good bean stuff. Chili. Really good. Uh, vegetarian chili, yeah. vegan chili, even. 
Uh, I'm not sure if it's vegan. Hmm. Uh, it's black bean vegetarian, semi spicy. You wouldn't know. It just tastes like a no. Meat it's chili really tea. awesome. Really thick and nice. What is the stuff that's kind of meaty in it? I don't know. Bean juice. <laughs> I don't know oh. what it is. That's why it isn't vegan because hmm. there's probably something in there. And some rice, and I made mashed potato and sweet potato, so we have a little bit of that left over. We'll add that to our dinner tonight. And then um, the healthyvegan.net was the thing where I've been watching YouTube videos of her cooking. They're in Europe, and she's cooking, like, in a hostel or somewhere else, and she's got some really good, really tasty-looking recipes. So if you think, if you're down, if you've decided not to eat meat, you know, I mean, you can throw meat in any of these recipes, but oh, I spoke to a friend. Yeah, that was her and her, her dude. I don't know if they're married or what, but speaking to a friend yesterday, who is another topic I guess I could bring up, I painted a friend's face for a haunted house, you know, did like the evil clown smile and, you know, apparently it was a success, so that's good. But we were talking and she's, you know, working on healthier food, you know, just like we are. And she's like, she's very... She says what we thought in the beginning and what most people think, all my life I've been eating the standard meat, potato, vegetable, and it's really hard for me to think of how to cook that isn't that. And I was like, all you got to do is think, just crack that open. The habit of eating the same stuff your whole life. Just crack it open. Like, if everybody goes, oh, why would you? I get a sandwich at work. Someone asks me, what you get? I go, the veggie. Ugh, what's the point? There's no point in eating a sandwich if there's no meat on it. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and I said to you the other day, um, I used to just, like, go and grab... You know, if you're mm. hungry during the day, I'd go and grab whatever it was. No, this this is two years after we've been doing this, though. Yeah, so we've been not taken. eating meat for two years. Yeah. But anyway, I used to grab something, go cookies, a bowl You'd even make yourself a ham sandwich, yeah, for a snack. No. The other day, I was... Gaming is one of the things I was doing. And I was like, I need a snack. I've not had for a while. And I got... I look in the fridge and there was some sliced up onion and some sliced up green pepper. I just put it on a plate and ate that. And I like it. <laughs> and one night you cooked yourself some peas and corn just and ate that. Just put some peas and corn in a microwave and just warm it up. I mean, I find like now, like I just eat vegetables as a snack. It's like... It's, but it doesn't happen. I would no, never have done it. It doesn't just happen though. No, I mean, that doesn't not. just happen. And that's not the only... I mean, you have chips and salsa and you have yogurt. Yeah, but and- I mean, I don't eat meat. Well, not, what I'm saying is, yeah, I do eat some snacks like uh, chips and salsa or sun chips I really like. But before, it wouldn't have been sun chips. It would have been greasy lays, like half a bag mm-hmm. of them. You know, But it's been a slow... Like, it takes time. So when you think, oh, I can't change the way I eat because if you take meat out, I have nothing left. I'm telling so you now... Things. It's end- when you think I'm going to have meat, to me, that now makes me think I can only cook this, this, and this. But when you say, take out the meat, how do I make sauce or gravy that's delicious? No meat fat, no fat. Like the lasagna we had at the beginning of yeah. this week. Um, some people will say, well, could I have meat in a lasagna? Well, we have the corn... Crumbles. Crumbles. It's identical and the, the lasagna tastes better than a meat one I put scant amount of cheese in there because we haven't ditched the cheese and milk oh, I'm and not, stuff I, I, I don't care about dairy I eat dairy so right but we've cut back loads yeah I mean, we don't eat much I put just and I smeared in there some like um, pureed squash and on my end I put some refried beans that I had made just a little bit because I had some left over and all of that to get I mean you just we think also, just crack open the thing that you if you think I can't make lasagna without meat that isn't true in fact, that make lasagna it one. is actually the lasagna that we have now. I actually prefer to the lasagna mm-hmm. we used to have when we ate meat. I think it tastes better because yeah, it's more 
Lots of sauce. Fresh things. I get like the Prego healthy, not healthy, but heart smart or whatever. I use no boil noodles and I do three or four extra layers of the noodles so it's a little more hefty. A little bit of cheese, a little bit of cottage cheese. And we also found a um, cream cheese substitute, like a mm-hmm. like a tofu cream cheese. Tofuti, so it's called. That's um, very tasty. And I thought it was going to be disgusting because I don't generally like tofu. It tastes like cream cheese. Yeah, I haven't tried cooking with it. No, I don't think you can. I think spread it on toast or whatever. Yeah. It's good though. That's good. But just um, don't be... Don't think like I only know how to cook macaroni and cheese with milk and cheese and butter. Just think I want to make mac- a creamy macaroni dish. Right? So then what I do when I want to make it is cook the macaroni, get my almond milk out. Yeah, ha- a- hardly any cheese but more salt. Yeah, or it's no good. cheese. I even make it yeah. with just the tiniest bit of cornstarch and my almond milk. And you get it nice and thick. And maybe a li- at the end I throw in a little bit of earth balance, which is just like the vegan um, margarine stuff. Or just use margarine if you use country crock or whatever just the tiniest bit at the end and you'll be amazed only vegetable oils right that's all it is um it has some casein in it which is also dairy products doesn't mean it's milky but you know it's up to you but the idea is when someone says to you i'm vegetarian or i'm vegan don't first of all don't be a dickhead or a jerk and say oh well you, you don't have anything to eat how do you get your protein that kind of question because they're gonna figure it out and I bet they... We're not dead. We've been doing it for a couple <laughs> yeah. years. And I bet someone who is a vegetarian... I don't, I don't consider me a vegetarian at all. I'm just saying, if they I say to you... I consider myself one, though. I'm a vegetarian. I bet they can teach you more about cooking than you know already. Oh, yeah, because they have to adapt. and You do adapt. And then it's like the world opens up. Literally I've tried lots up. of things over the last two years that I have never tried before. That I like. Like today, I had an experience, like you said. Uh, yeah. I had an olive. I hated olives all my life, but I was like, well, maybe I'll try it. See what it's like. It's not bad at all. And this isn't even about not eating meat. Keep eating meat. That's fine with me. I don't care. But add things to what you eat. What was the other if thing? If you like to roast your roast and you put your potatoes and carrots and stuff there every once in a while, get a couple of fresh beets and chop them up and put them in there. Get a couple of turnips and throw them in there. Um... We got that bag of like the quote unquote gourmet vegetables with the little courgettes and the carrot they're and good, the pea pods, but they're different than maybe what you're raised with. And we're talking Middle America, you know, green beans and corn and peas, and that's about the stretch of it. Just add things, and when you see that bulk section at the grocery store, and you walk up and there's like bulgur and quinoa, don't be like, "Ooh, what's all this?" Hippie, Most people would shit. never go near that. Just look at the, there's instructions right on there. And it tells you what proportion of this to water. Put it in some boiling water. Cook, get half a cup of it. Cook but, it. Eat it. And ter- seriously, you will be amazed. I know. We were in the supermarket today. I, I don't go in the supermarket a lot. But when I was wandering along, I can see why people eat shit. Because mm-hmm. there's 98% shit <laughs> and 2% um, good stuff. Really. It's like the, the stores broke down into this. There's this section here, which is like fruit and vegetables. And then there's shit. Everything else. Like, I'm not talking it's all shit, but I'm talking, like, packaged stuff, pizza, frozen pizza, you know, packaged... I'm wearing frozen pizza, but... Yeah, but packaged everything, and then, like, fatty meats and stuff. You know, it's like... But, if you're in that shop, you're being sold the unhealthy stuff. Yeah, because you know what? It's visually. also way cheaper. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot cheaper to buy two frozen pizzas for seven bucks regardless of how much fat and salt is on there because it's seven bucks for two frozen pizzas get a bag of chips and a tub of um, chip dip 
you get the whole family fed for less than 10 bucks, right? Or maybe 10 or 12 bucks. If you say I'm going to buy a cashew frozen pizza, it's already $7 and it's smaller, right? And it's not, it's just roasted vegetables, tiny bit of cheese with the, whatever the whole grain crust is or whatever. I mean, we happen to like it. You've already spent seven bucks for two people because that pizza really only does feed the two of us. And then salad, you're spending another seven or eight bucks on a package of tomatoes and a thing of lettuce. And, you know, it's discouraging. Yeah. Then if you say, well, I want to feed my family. When we went down the freezer section, you were like, God, it's all just crap. I mean, it's like... I don't even want to, like, I just look at it and think, like, I don't even want to partake in any of this. It's just shit. Like, but we oh. have our whole lives. We're not being snobs. You've been eating shit your whole oh, life. Yeah, so did I. No, I, I feel like I've wisened up to it. Like, And every once in a while, because I bought the Amish-made peanut butter fudgy stuff. No, that can't be healthy. But I'm telling you, every once yeah, in a while... It's not like it completely like the, the whole tub of it. It's like I have a couple I of I paid about half of it at once. Did you? Oh, yeah. I, I just love it. Two, one day, two. I drank day. about ten glasses of water because, in my mind, in my little mind, <laughs> I think if I, I would drink, say half of that's quite if a... I drink extra water, it's going to counterbalance no, all those calories. <laughs> so the whole theme of this is, you know, don't be afraid. It's so easy though to just stick with the same old stuff. It really, really is. And easy. My uh, my thing here is, um, and I've I've done this a couple of times over the last year. If you hated something when you were younger or whatever and never tried it since, try it again. Just try it. Like, don't have to eat a whole plateful. Just eat some of it. Because I've had some... Uh, I Ranch dressing was one of them. I couldn't stand it. I was not like, that was, ranch dressing is health food, but, you know, just an example. No, I'm not talking about health food. I'm talking about things that you might think, I don't like tomatoes or I don't like chicken or, you know, whatever it is. Try it because uh, definitely you've... But then there are things that don't change. You didn't used to like alfalfa sprouts, and you still don't. Yeah, I've tried it, and it still <laughs> tastes crappy to me. I don't like it. <laughs> and I love the taste like of it dirt doesn't do and grass me. and all that stuff. I, I, think, I um, never like watercress, and people will know what watercress is similar to that. I've never liked it on a sandwich. I thought it ruined the sandwich because I didn't like the taste. I always wanted to pick it off. That's how that felt. That It's like pubes. Charming. Nature's pubes. Nature's pubic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so branch out break some of those food habits or add to your food habits don't break your I mean eat what you want but add more stuff and you'll be amazed at the variety you won't be stuck with the same old burger fries blah 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 your whole life you can try if you try the veggie burger from Morningstar that is the veggie what's it called the garden veggie burger so excellent it's absolutely delicious on a on a bun with some lettuce and tomato and a little bit of veganaise or mayonnaise or ketchup mustard whatever it's excellent you it's would, really good I, I don't even think you would so flavorful uh, I see I was never a big even when I did eat meat I was never a fan of burgers anyway so they, those taste better than burgers to me mm. you know you know I just didn't really dig burgers that much anyway Let's That's knock, the end of my flip. Let's then. knock this thing on the head. Yes. So uh, thanks for listening to the show. I want to remind you about our websites, aschoolie.com, sidtalk.com. You can catch us both on... Oh, you uh, can see the face I painted at sidtalk.com right now. It's one of the top stories. I have my face is painted and my friend's face is painted as the evil clown and, look. Uh, C-I-D-T-A-L-K. You may not sleep after seeing it. Um, you hate it because yeah, it I creeps do. you out. So... Uh, you can also catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, the same usual places I say every week. You can catch this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace, the iTunes Music Store, RSS feed. Just go to aschoolie.com, click on the word podcast. All your needs will be catered to there. 
<laughs> email feedback to me at aschoolie.com. Don't email Sid Talk. Because email me if you agree with me about the Halloween movie thing, because we will rise up against this uh, controlling tyrant. Oh, no, it's not me. It's uh, it's. Uh, oh, I see. So you're controlled by someone else. Yes. I get it. My, uh, I'm a puppet. I'm a puppet for the you are. person who provides us with the I music. agree. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and uh, stay classy. Um, I forget his name. Vincenzo... <laughs> Cube. Vincenzo Cube. <laughs> I'm going to say think for yourself, everybody. Unless you're a husband who wants to play a non-Halloween movie on Halloween. In which case, you should think like your wife. But everybody else, think for yourself or someone will do it for you. 